Back to the anime summit newscast, your favorite host with the most, Tom the Bomb. And it is April 17th, 2020. How is y'all's quarantine going? I am working on a lot of pod stuff. I just recorded another thing with Danny. Um, you know what? I'm going to give you an update at the end. I don't really have a big news thing at the end, so I'll give you a little Anime Summit update at the end. How about that? We'll do that, okay? Um, but yeah, we got I got non-anime news first, of course, and then not a lot of anime news. Not a lot of anime news. Just because spring, uh, a lot of the shows that we've been hyping about have already begun now. Um, I will mention some of those shows are going to have delays now because of the pandemic and all that stuff, but... Yeah, not a lot of anime news. I got some anime hype. I got some other random things and stuff like that. But we'll, we will we will get there when we get there. So, oh, yeah. First of all, I want to dedicate this episode to um, Brian Dennehy. He was 81. He is an actor who was in First Blood. He was in Romeo and Juliet. He was in Ratatouille. He was in uh, a bunch of stuff. Pre- presumed Innocent, Tommy Boy, Cocoon. A uh, bunch of stuff. He was 81. He he was just old. You know, he died of old age. It wasn't anything uh, like COVID-related, thank God. And also, I want to uh, <clears throat> dedicate this episode to Keiji Fujiwara. He also is a, a VA who, who passed away, I guess, for like the past year or so. He's been battling throat cancer, which is like, that's got to be the worst fucking thing to like as a as a voice actor that's got to be the worst fucking thing to like man it sucks and i mean that that also might be maybe because his throat was weak you know cancer cancer grows in your body every day you know what i mean and then your antibodies get rid of it so it's like oh my god fuck cancer dude seriously but for those of you who don't know keiji fujiwara he was um leorio and hunter hunter he was axel in kingdom hearts he was Arden in Final Fantasy XV. He was Reno in Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. And and in the Final Fantasy VII remake uh, more recently, he was ACDC in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Lad Russo in Bacchano. Uh, he was a lot. A lot. His resume is huge. So, uh, Brandon, he and uh, Keiji Fujiwara. It's for you guys, okay? Let's get to the non-anime news first. Let's do it. Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer Racer hits... PS4 and Switch in May. That's right, dude. Do you remember that on N64? They did. A, I guess they're doing a port of it. Um, uh, it was on the Dreamcast, like later, also. Um, but then somebody brought it back on PC in 2018, and then apparently from that they're gonna make a PS4 and Switch port. And that's coming out May 12th. 25 playable characters. Pod racing. Man, you know what? Episode one is probably the best of the prequel trilogy. I will say I do. <laughs> it, there is some a lot of parts that are kind of lame. I do like the pod racing part though. I don't know. That's just me. I don't, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm man. Y'all, y'all have been on haterade. Uh, Jump Force is coming to the Switch this year. The Nintendo Switch. That's right. There is now um, 
It is a deluxe edition that includes the base game plus the character's pass, which brings the total roster to 50 characters from various Shonen Jump manga and anime. Um, and then they also announced uh, Shoto Todoroki as a DLC character, and I think someone else too. I forgot who it was. But yeah, dude, I'm not really a fan of Jump Force. People were talking about it in our Discord earlier, and ah, man, I just can't get behind Jump Force, man. I wish it was different. I wish it was something else but that's uh, yeah i've already bitched about it enough uh turbo graphic 16 mini uh came out when did it come out like just recently right anyway there's a review of it on uh on game informer that i was reading uh but you know i like i i, I like turbo graphic 16 I, I think it's a good system i never had it when i was younger but not only does it have that, but it also has in, in Japan it was called the PC Engine, and when you buy this, you get them, you get them both, which is cool. You get, uh, you get both the the um, North American uh, Turbo Graphics games and PC Engine games, which is super dope. Um, you know, you get Bomberman 93, Alien Crush, Air Zonk, Newtopia 2, New Adventure Island, Ninja Spirit, Soldier Blade, Space Harrier, Splatterhouse, Wise Books 1 and 2, Lord of Thunder. And then in the PC Engine, you get Castlevania Rondo of Blood, which is arguably my favorite Castlevania game. Uh, PC Genjin, Bomberman Panic Bomber, Bomberman 94, uh, Daimaka Kimura, which is Ghouls and Ghosts, uh, Dungeon Explorer, Fantasy Zone, Valkyrie No Densets. Gradius 1 and 2. I, I, I love the PC Engine. I, I, I kind of want to get this. Like, no lie. How much is it? Isn't it like 80 bucks or something like that? I kind of want to get it. Uh, I know we had talked about... Oh, wait a second. You can only get one controller. I don't know. I'm going to look it up, though. I might, I might want to cop for real. I'm going to... Hold on. We're going we're gonna to fucking Google this right now. Let's see. Hmm. Amazon? Glamazon, yes, Mamazon, hundred dollars. Mm, that seems pretty worth it. I don't know. PC Engine's a cool system though, or Turbo Graphics. If you've never played it, definitely should. Sony Initiative offers Uncharted: The Nathan Drake Collection and the game Journey for free. Um, filed under very good news for video games, uh, beginning on April fifteenth and running till May fifth at eight p.m. Pacific. You can download Uncharted: The Nathan Drake Collection and Journey. Um, once redeemed, the games are yours to keep, even after that time frame expires. The free titles are available regardless of your level of PS4 access, and you don't need to be a PS Plus member to to uh, to get them. So yeah, if you got a PS4, free games. I mean, the Nathan Drake Collection, that's three games right there, right? Three or four games right there. And then Journey is just a really sweet game. Journey is, is like a 3D adv- adventure game, and it's silent. There's no words or dialogue or anything um and i can't really explain it but it's it's like it came out for ps3 and it it was one of the most emotionally powerful games ever and there's like no there's like not really any dialogue there's no dialogue at all you just oh my god dude it's so good it's really good i almost kind of want to play it again uh the latest nintendo switch update adds ability to remap buttons and transfer software to an sd card the latest system update for nintendo switch adds the ability to change buttons and um the version 10.00 update went live 
um, and also adds the ability to transfer software data between the internal system memory card and an inserted SD card. Additionally, Nintendo has added six new player icons featuring characters from Animal Crossing and uh, such. Hey, just so you know, anyone out there selling a Switch and they want to sell it to me at a decent price, I would love to have it. <laughs> I I don't have a Switch. You know, a couple of months ago, like before the whole pandemic took over, I was like going to get one. And I just decided not to just because I was like, you know what? I think I need more cushion in my savings or whatever. I'm not going to buy one. And then now all this happened and now I can't find one for less than like 500 bucks. It's fucking dumb. But I want an OG one, like not a light, but an OG one. And if you're also selling a light or if you want to get rid of your light, I also want that too because I want them both. So hit me up. <laughs> anyway, going to add them to my portable collection, so fuck you. Uh, I don't need to talk about that. That's stupid. Cyberpunk 2077 limited edition console. There's a limited edition Xbox One uh, X console. Looks pretty sweet, honestly. And, I mean, if you get this, it comes with Cyberpunk 2077, right? And then you get a free, you know, you get a free upgrade of Cyberpunk for the new Xbox when it comes out. So, that's pretty cool. I mean, I like special edition consoles, man. I think they're super sweet. I love when they come. I have my PS4 is a Destiny edition, which I honestly don't really like. Uh, I'm not a fan of Destiny, but I love the way that PS4 looks, so it looks cool. Um, I'm a big fan of the Uncharted PS4. I love the Animal Crossing Switch. That's like one of the best special editions I've ever seen. I love special edition consoles. God damn it, dude, love them. I wish I had more for real. Uh, San Diego Comic Con 2020 was canceled due to the pandemic. I mean, obviously that's that's you know that's that's good i mean we don't yeah i that being said it was going to happen i believe in in july um they are saying that they're vowing to return next year in july 20 july 22nd to the 25th um anyone who purchased a badge to attend as an attendee or exhibitor you can get a refund or have it transferred to 2021 so they're pretty much following what pretty much every other canceled convention has done which is you can get a refund or you can uh, pay it forward to next year um, when that goes down. Streets of Rage 4 arrives on April 30th. Hell yes. So last week we talked about how they added all of like the the old school characters where you could play as all the different versions of Axel and Blaze and they added Skate and all the other characters. They're just like in their Sega forms, which is really funny. It looks really cool. But I am excited for this. It's coming out for PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. I might get it for the PS4. I, I low-key want to get it for the PS4. I definitely need another PS4 controller also. I need two of them. So I, I have one, but I need another one. So if you got an extra one and you want to sell it to me, <laughs> this whole newscast is just me going, hey, if you got one of these. Um, but, yeah, no, fucking Streets of Rage 4. Streets of Rage is easily my favorite fucking game on the Sega Genesis. It's one of my favorite games in general. It's – I fucking love it. I love Streets of Rage. I – People will tell you, people will be out here talking about Final Fight this, Final Fight that. I love the story in Final Fight. Don't get me wrong. I love that one of the characters in Final Fight is the mayor of Metro City, the city that's in Final Fight. But there's something about Streets of Rage that it just... Like, because, so, I mean, you have Axel Stone and Blaze Fields and Adam Hunter, and they're all cops. And then... Pretty much the story is like, well, fuck cops because 
they're fucking full of shit and they're not doing jack shit, so we're going to go do it. And then you just go in the streets and you start, you know, busting up bitches. It's awesome. I love that shit. Fucking amazing. Let's get into some movie news, shall we? Doctor Strange, Sam Raimi confirms his involvement in Multiverse of Madness. After months of speculation and uncertainty, Sam Raimi has officially confirmed he will replace Scott Derrickson and director Doctor and direct Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. While Derrickson had originally signed on to direct the upcoming sequel, um, he later left the project. Although Raimi had been reported to take over, he has now officially confirmed that he has taken over. So that's pretty cool. Sam Raimi, if you don't know, he directed, um, uh, you know, Evil Dead Two. He directed Spider Man uh, Two. Uh, yeah, he, the the not the original Spider Man Two with uh, Tobey Maguire. Um. Dune Man, you guys a fan of Dune? Apparently they're doing um film adaptation of Dune and it's supposed to be like multiple movies, it's supposed to be like a trilogy or tetralogy, which is going to be sweet. So if you're a fan of Dune Man, that's coming out soon and I'm excited for that. I think there's like a trailer out already. Captain Marvel 2 rumored to kick off new Avengers films. The sequel will reportedly be akin to Captain America Civil War, a film that while centered on Steve Rogers, also set up the events for of Avengers Infinity War. What's more, the rumor goes on to say that Captain Marvel 2's director could end up directing new Avengers, much like Joe and Anthony Russo went from helming Civil War to Infinity War. Uh, hell yeah, dude. Um, the new Avengers, if you don't know who the new Avengers are, they are comprised of uh, Spider-Woman, Luke Cage, and other... Uh, superheroes that are not the original ones we saw. Tom Hardy's Capone trailer suggests film will go straight to video on demand. Uh, the trailer came out for this today. The film was supposed to release on May 12th, um, which is like kind of early, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, they, so that's why they're kind of suspecting. But if you haven't seen the trailer, it's pretty crazy. Like, this is the first time you see Tom Hardy get like transformed in a crazy way, like, like how Johnny Depp became Whitey Bulger in Black Mass or. Uh, in Looper, how they did Joseph Gordon-Levitt's, like, makeup to look like Bruce Willis. Like, this is the first time I've ever seen Tom Hardy, like, get transformed into another human straight up. Like, it's pretty cool. And, um, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say, like, when he was Bane, they, like, shaved his head and he wore the mask or whatever. But, like, no, like, he looks like a different person. It's cool. It's crazy. Um, it's supposed to follow Al Capone after he served his 11-year uh, prison sentence for tax evasion so it's when he's older kind of going senile or whatever did y'all ever watch the show psych um and they the, the show ended and then they came out with that movie um apparently they're coming out with the second movie called psych 2 lassie comes home um yeah dude i mean i'm excited it, it's 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 about them opening reopening their their uh detective business con- paranormal consulting detective business I love the show. I I thought the way it ended was kind of lame. I still haven't seen the movie, but like, um, no, I love Psych. It's a it's a hilarious, like, mystery. Show. You could say it's kind of like Scooby Doo, but a little bit more comedy and a little bit more adult comedy. And there are like the serious episodes where some serious shit goes down. Um, but like, I don't know. It's a great show. If you guys have not seen Psych, you should definitely watch it. Uh, Alicia, Alicia Silverstone wants to play Batgirl again. Batman and Robin star Alicia Silverstone says she'd love to suit up as Batgirl once again and redo Joel Schumacher's uh, maligned 1997 
superhero film, speaking to Collider, Silverstone reflected on Batman and Robin's lackluster legacy and whether she'd do it again. And she said, I like it when I get to do the fighting scenes with Uma Thurman. She said, that's fun, but I'd like to do it all over again as this woman laughs. <laughs> I think it would be much better now. Dude, that'd be cool, man. I would love to see that. Alicia Silverstone, man, she's cool. She, she's a cool chick. I love the way she looked in that movie, um, except for the suit, obviously the nipple suit. People always talk about the George Clooney nipple suit or whatever, but it's like, okay, but what about the Batwoman suit that they made her wear and her nipples were sticking out? Like, it was just as, as terrible. It was bad. Um Mark Ruffalo continues to push for a Hulk Wolverine movie. Um, for those of you who don't know, the first time that Wolverine debuted was actually in Hulk 180. Um, well, no, that's his first appearance. So, like, he was on the very last panel and on the very last page. Hulk 181 was his actual debut, and his first appearance was Hulk 180. Um, they basically hire Wolverine to fight the Hulk. Um, and ever since then, they've kind of had, like, this... Uh, comic relationship that was really cool, uh, you know, throughout their endeavors and stuff. But um, Avengers Endgame actor Mark Ruffalo wants to see a standalone Hulk film pair him up with Wolverine. And not for the first time, speaking of variety, Ruffalo said he would love to see a solo Hulk film flesh out the backstory of his character and pit him against Wolverine. Now that Disney has the character rights for Wolverine and the X-Men, Ruffalo thinks the time is right. Maybe Hulk and Wolverine could hook up is what Ruffalo was uh, quoted saying. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, that'd be a cool way to bring Wolverine into the MCU, um, you know. And, uh, yeah, I, I actually did like Logan. I watched that for the first time a couple months ago. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, Don't write off a Tron Legacy sequel just yet, director says. Tron Legacy director Joseph Kaczynski has revealed that they're still interested in developing a third Tron film. While it has been eight years since Tron Legacy was first released in theaters, filmmaker Joe Kaczynski believes the cinematic follow-up is only a matter of time. Have you, were you guys a fan of Tron Legacy? I was a fan of Tron Legacy. I thought it was a great film. People people just sipping on Haterade, man. People sipping on Haterade. Uh, Matrix 4, release date, plot, and news to know so far. The long-awaited fourth entry in the Matrix franchise is in the works with a tentative release date of May 21st, 2021. And this is the first new Matrix movie since the Revolutions came out back in 2003. While information regarding the project has been relatively scarce, details have arisen here and there to give us an idea of what to expect from this long, gestating sequel. I'm pretty excited. There's, like, behind-the-scenes photos on... Someone uploaded it to an Instagram. I forgot. I'm trying to find out what Instagram was. Oh, SF Examiner, San Francisco Examiner. They up, They uploaded some some behind-the-scenes photos to their Instagram where you can see Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss uh, walking along the streets of what looks to be New York in Chinatown. Pretty crazy, man. I'm pretty excited for that. Um, the Wachowskis are... People were saying that the Wachowskis were returning to direct, but it has come out since then that that it will only be helmed by one of the Wachowski sisters, and that is Lana. Um so Lana is working with the the people who novelized the other Matrix movies, and one of the guys who wrote Cloud Atlas, I think, is working with Lana to to write and direct the Matrix Four. Dude, it's pretty exciting. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for Matrix Four. That is going to be cool. That is all the non-anime news I have. Okay, so calm the fuck down. I am going to go see if Trish will have a quickie with me, and then I'll be right back. 
Can you believe it? She said no. Okay, damn. Anyway. Links.AnimeSummit.net. You can find everything right there. And um, Patreon.com slash AnimeSummit. You can become a patron today. Um, I will talk more about Anime Summit stuff at the end. I don't have like a big news piece or anything at the end. So I want to give you guys Anime Summit update and kind of how, you know, tell you how we're doing and stuff like that. And, and uh, yeah. Maybe I can dive deeper into that in a, in a separate solo cast for the patrons or something. But I will give you an Anime Summit update at the end, okay? Let us... Well, I do kind of have a big piece at the end, I, I suppose. I don't I'll put this at the end. How about that? There we go. But anyway, I'll still give you an Anime Summit update at the end. Food Wars Shokugeki no Soma anime delays new episodes due to the pandemic. Um, there was also... I'm gonna get all the pandemic stuff out of the way, to be honest. And also and also Apare Ranman uh delayed starting with the fourth episode. So only the first three episodes are out. I mean, the, yeah, it, it's it's a bummer. There's the and I, and if I miss anything, I definitely like would keep an eye on current season like current season as in spring season. <clears throat> I know the spring season just started, but like just keep an eye on those on things like that. I've I the the people on our Discord are very very quick to find that stuff and post it for everybody to see. So that's really cool. Thank you guys for doing that and keeping everyone updated. Um, but yeah, like a lot of stuff is probably going to get delayed and stuff, you know, just to be safe. And I, I totally get that. So, but yeah, so Food Wars and Aparedan Man, definitely. And there's been some others as well. But yeah. Um, Masaki Yuasa's Japan Sinks anime competes at Annecy. Remember we talked about, I told you what Annecy was, remember? Annecy is an international animation film festival in the TV films category, um, it will be competing. Uh, Japan Sinks is Misaki Yuasa's next work that was based off Sakio Komatsu's Japan Sinks, which was a sci-fi novel that came out in the 70s. I am super excited for that. That's going to be sick. It's really cool that it's competing at Annecy. Misaki Yuasa definitely deserves to compete at Annecy for sure. Uh, a new trailer for the God of High School anime uh, dropped in partnership with Webtoon. Crunchyroll and Webtoon are coming out with The God of High School um, this was a uh, a manhwa on uh, by Youngjae Park, uh, which was on which is a webtoon. If you've never seen it or read it, you definitely should. I started re- I started solo solo leveling and um, God of High School, and I kind of forgot about him. But um, it follows a high schooler and his friends as they compete in an epic tournament, borrowing power directly from the gods and uncovering a mysterious organization along the way with the promise of their heart's deepest desires motivating their tournament victory. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. It looks like some... The trailer just, like, shows a bunch of action-packed scenes. It looks crazy. It's just... The fight scenes look super sweet. I'm excited. I'm excited to see that. Um, I did watch Tower of God. I'll tell you more about that in our spring first impressions. But I'm excited to see more webtoon... Uh, anime get developed that's really cool and i think that might be all part of um the prime japan's prime minister his plan to bring anime from other places and then bring it back out to more places in the world like they're doing that saudi arabian manga which is really cool super dope um sells at work code black gets a tv anime and they've already dropped a teaser video for those of you who don't know what this is this is sells at work but 
it's called Code Black because it takes place in the body of someone who's a heavy smoker and a heavy drinker, as opposed to the original Cells at Work where it just took place in a normal body, you know, on, on a relatively normally healthy person's body. Um, which I don't even know if did, I, I, did they reveal about the person? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But anyway, it's really cool because like the red blood cell, the the main red blood cell character is actually a guy with glasses and the main white blood cell characters is a girl. Um, and they wield swords instead of daggers, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, code black. This was a spinoff manga that began. It was kind of like the 18 plus adult version of cells at work. And, um, yeah, dude. Uh, that's coming out in winter 20, 2021. So, yeah, next winter. That's going to be funny, dude. I've heard the manga's pretty good. Uh, Danny has been reading it, so hell yeah. Adult Swim's Toonami Block is going to bring back Satoshi Kon's Paranoia Agent anime on April 25th. If you've never seen Paranoia Agent, dude, oh, my God. That was the first time I watched it, actually, was on Adult Swim uh, when they were doing the anime on Adult Swim back then. But, uh... Dude, it's sweet. I, I love Paranoia Agent. You definitely need to watch it. Satoshi Kon. So good. So good. This is pretty cool. I wanted to kind of include this news piece, even though it's a thing in Japan only. I kind of wanted to bring this up just so I brought some good news in here because I knew I was going to talk about all the things that the pandemic is canceling. Um, Legendary Retro Arcade Mikado crowdfunds 26 million yen after a lost revenue due to COVID-19. The Mikado Arcade is a pillar in Japan's retro fighting game community. The independent arcade chain hosts hundreds of game cabinets from 80s to 90s. The Takata Baba Game Center in Mikado even assisted with the game footage recording shown in the High School Girl anime, and the arcade's mascot character is drawn by High School Girl manga artist Rensuke Oshikiri. Um, due to the loss of foot traffic due to the pandemic, the arcade has fallen into hard times. Uh, they opened. Uh, they've lost sixty percent of revenue. On April tenth, they announced that they had launched a crowdfunding campaign to make up for it. Within a day, the campaign surpassed its initial goal of twenty million, which is about one hundred eighty-six thousand dollars. And as of April fifteenth, so a few days ago, the campaign has raised over twenty-six million, which is about two hundred forty-three thousand dollars. Those arcades. Those arcades are very important to like. Japanese city culture, Japanese city life. I mean, it's where people, the arcades are huge. Video games and arcades are huge in Japan. Um, I mean, they're huge here in America, don't get me wrong. But a lot of the reason they're huge here is because of Japan. Okay, think about it. Nintendo, Sega, Sony. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, arcades here in America, they kind of are on the up and down. Uh, you nowadays you see a lot more of people kind of riding the retro train and trying to bring arcades back, which I kind of appreciate. That's really cool. But there was a time in like the mid 2000s, early 2010s where arcades were just dying. They just were because nobody cared. Um, you know, the, nobody understood how no, no American arcade owner understood how to use a Tekken, a Tekken six machine or Tekken seven machine, uh, not Tekken seven, but Tekken was a Tekken five. A Tekken 5 machine or a Street Fighter 4 machine, you know, it was really weird. You put in quarters and it would give you a time limit to play, you know what I mean, instead of one play. You know, it was kind of weird. It was kind of confusing. So arcades started dying, you know what I mean? That's just that's just how it was. My favorite arcade closed even way before that. So, yeah, 
it sucks, but that's really cool. I really, I really dig that. I wanted to include that piece in the news because I thought it was really positive. You know, if we come together, you, we can help each other out in this way. You know what I mean? And I know that's not easy for everyone. You know, it's not, it's not easy for everyone to just give someone money, but that's really cool. That's really cool that they care enough about that, uh, their community like that. Ultra Jump is looking for plots for an erotic isekai manga. I thought that was really funny. Ultra Jump's editorial department is looking for compelling stories and characters. The theme may be Arrow, but we aren't looking just for stories based around that kind of situation. We want to read a story where the characters and relationships grow. They wrote on the contest's website. That's pretty funny, man. That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, dude. Erotic isekai. I'm down for that. I'm down for anything erotic. Wink, wink. Uh, Pokemon Rumble Rush smartphone game end service in July. The Pokemon company's Pokemon Rumble Rush game announced on Wednesday that it will end service on July 21st. The game will halt paid item sales on April 15th. Uh, the game launched worldwide for Android services May 2019. We talked about this last year on the newscast, actually. Yeah, I remember when they were launching this. Damn, that sucks. I guess it wasn't, uh, it, it didn't do that well. I mean, now, now they have, um... On top of Pokemon Go, they have that other one. Uh, what's that other that new one that just came out where you where you like are you play the trainers and stuff? Um, they have that one now. So, you know, maybe this one just wasn't doing as good. So, yeah, that makes sense. Damn. Uh, Hinamatsuri comedy manga ends with nineteenth volume this summer. Um, the if you've never seen Hinamatsuri, it's a really great anime. Um, I think it went up to like volume four or volume five or something like that. But yeah, the manga is really popular and it's now going to end on its 19th volume, which is amazing. Uh, that's pretty cool. So hopefully we see another season of the anime, dude, for real. New Aria 15th anniversary anime is a brand new theatrical film. The official page for Kozue Amano's Aria manga on Mad Garden's Mad Comey website revealed on Wednesday that the New York celebrating the 15th anniversary of the television anime adaptation of the manga will be a brand new theatrical film that will open this winter. So yeah, I should tell Nick about that because I know he doesn't listen to the newscast because he's a bitch. Um, but yeah, Arya is like one of his favorite anime. Like he loves, he loves Arya. He's just like Arya the animation. Arya, the, I'm, I'm I'm Nick. Arya the animation. Yeah, he he loves that shit. Um, here's some here's some upcoming anime hype. Our Last Crusade or the Rise of a New World TV anime unveils Silverlink staff and a new key visual. A great war has raged for years between the scientifically advanced empire and and Nebulous, the realm of magical girls, until the youngest knight ever to receive the title of the empire's strongest meets the princess of the rival nation. Though they are sworn enemies, the knight is taken by her beauty and dignity, and the princess is moved by his strength and way of life. Will the fighting between them ever be allowed to end? It's like a Romeo and Juliet shit. So it's like you got a scientific empire big empire thing and then a, a kingdom of magical girls and a knight and the princess fall from the other world fall in love that's pretty cute i'm excited to see that it's a fan it looks like a fantasy kind of anime so it's cool um comic cat committee authorizes virtual air comic cat event to signal boost doujinshi creators the comic market or comic cat committee is teaming up with nico nico net Kaigi for a virtual air comic cat event which will run from may 1st to the 5th the virtual event replaces the physical comic market 98 doujinshi convention to help stop the spread of the virus which is really cool uh, comic cat is a big thing if you've never heard of comic cat 
it's a, this really big thing that's really awesome for um, up-and-coming creators in doujinshi to go and sell their work um, whether it's anime shorts or manga really super cool it's a really cool thing that happens in japan every year super dope so remember we talked about the live tokyo revengers film happening they have halted shooting uh the official Twitter account for Warner Brothers Japan live-action film of Ken Wakui's Tokyo Revengers manga announced on Monday that the film's crew has halted filming to prioritize the health of all the cast and crew. The announcement added that the staff has been filming since the end of this past winter. So, it, got, it kind of almost just started. It was slated to open in Japan on October 9th. Obviously, it's probably not going to be till next year now. But, um... It, it, it's, uh... I, I love Tokyo Avengers, man. I, I, as long as, you know, the actors are safe and the movie comes out, then that's all that matters, you know. But the manga, whew, I love Tokyo Avengers. If you've never read Tokyo Avengers, you got to read Tokyo Avengers, man. It's really good. Uh, Kodansha delays new issues for 10 magazines due to the state of emergency that was issued. Uh, Prime Minister Shinzo Abe declared a state of emergency in seven prefectures last Tuesday. Um, so 10 of these magazines will be delayed um, by Kodansha. That's Morning 2 uh, on a friend. Young Magazine the Third. Good Afternoon. Basatsu Shonen Magazine. Monthly Young Magazine. Hatsu Kiss. Comic Tint. Honey Milk. And Shonen Magazine R. So if you're reading any manga that's in any of those, um, definitely check uh, with these magazines to see which chapters are getting delayed and stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, naturally, because they want to keep everyone in the mangaka safe. Most mangaka work in their own studios, and then they send pages to their editors and stuff, you know, but um, with a lot of these magazines, you know, a bunch of people work at these magazine companies to put everything together, and obviously those people can't go to work right now because it's just, you know. So, yeah. Uh, California's Fanime Convention defers event to next year. Again, this is another... A uh, huge anime convention that's being canceled. It was supposed to go from May 28th to the 31st. This is one of the biggest conventions uh, aside from Anime Expo. This takes place in California also. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was supposed to run from the 22nd to the 25th of May. It is delayed till May 28th to 31st, 2021. Um, uh, who People who pre-order tickets for this year will be able to enter next year's event with their current tickets. So it doesn't say anything about being able to get refunded. It just says that people who pre-ordered tickets can use them for next year. So I don't know. Check. I would check with the website. Um, actually, here, I'll check for you really quick. Hold on a second. <clears throat> Those that have pre-registered for FanimeCon will have their tickets automatically deferred to 2021. A confirmation for FanimeCon 2021 will be sent out prior to the launch date in fall of 2020. FanimeCon is operated by the nonprofit Foundation for Anime, blah, 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 blah. And all revenue goes back into our events. And by deferring your tickets to 2021, you help us remain financially stable and cover expenses we have already incurred this year. Ooh, okay, so you're not going to get a refund. But, I mean, hotel rooms reserved through the FanimeCon block will be automatically canceled without penalty. Hotel room selection windows for FanimeCon 2021 will remain the same and will be based on your FanimeCon 2020 registration time. Reservations made directly through a hotel or third-party vendor must be canceled directly with that hotel or vendor. 
Exhibitors in our 2020 Dealers Hall and Artist Alley should expect communication from those departments in the coming days. So this letter was put out four, three, four days ago. Um, yeah, I, I, it doesn't say anything about a refund, but it, it does say that you can go next year. So I guess that's still okay, but if you want a refund, it doesn't say anything about that. I would contact them if you want a refund, that's for sure. Okay, so here's the big piece at the end, and then I'll give you a little anime summative to it after that. The big piece is Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. The official website for Neon Genesis Evangelion franchise announced on Friday that Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 Shin Evangelion Geki Choban Studio Car's new Eva film is delayed due to concerns over the pandemic spread inside and outside of Japan, which is understandable. Like, I'd rather be them be safe than try and get this film out. They've been working on this film for a long time and I honestly like, you know, if they got it done sooner, which you know, it happens. Things happen. You know, Hideaki Anno was working on Godzilla and all that stuff. I totally get it. Um I would rather them be safe. I've said that in the last the last 15 newscasts I've done, you know, I would rather people be safe. So, um the film was scheduled to open in Japan on June June 27th. The staff have not yet revealed a new release date. Um, and they've also released a new key visual, which it's really cool, actually. It, it shows like a train track, and it shows Shinji way, way far away. And it says, bye-bye, all of Evangelion. And, is, and has been given its American title. So, like, the Ava Rebuild movies have two titles. So... In in Japan, it's called uh, Evangelion Geki Choban Jo Ha Q, which is beginning, middle, and end. So that's why, like a lot of the visuals you saw for Evangelion 3.0, um, had the letter Q, which actually meant for like the word K Y U Q, um, beginning, middle, end Jo Ha Q, and then this one was uh, Shin Evangelion Geki Choban, and it had like a weird symbol i forgot what this that symbol was but um the american titles are different and so the first one is called uh you are not alone the second one is called you cannot advance the third one was called you cannot redo and this one is called evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon a time so that's really cool we finally got that that the american title and a new key visual. I mean, I'm excited for it. I watched the first 10 minutes from the Anime Expo show last year, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited either way. I don't care how long it takes, honestly. I've, I waited fucking years for the third one to come out. I can wait longer for this one. You know what I mean? I, I know I'm going to love it. So Nick is a hater. He hates the rebuild movies. He's a, he's a butt sniffer that way. I am not. I love these movies. These movies are so good. And... Like, I'll tell you how good Evangelion is, okay? I showed Evangelion to Trisha, like, around, like, in the beginning of when we started dating. And she's not into that stuff, and she likes she likes Evangelion. I showed her the movies, and she likes the movies. So, if a casual like Trisha can like it, then, you know, maybe Nick should stop being a butt sniffer. I don't know. Anyway, I would rather the studio, people at Studio Car be safe than not so that's pretty cool i'm excited for that i don't care when it comes out as long as everyone's cool and the movie's good i'm good it's gonna be cool uh i'll give you a little anime summit update um really there's not much to update um but i i i just this is man 
I'm going to, I, it's always my goal with, I want to put my headphones down. It's always my goal with you guys as the listeners and the patrons to be 100% transparent with you and, or at least as much as I can be without being too personal. And there's a lot of things, whether it's on the Discord or it's on our episodes or whatever it is on our Patreon page, there's a lot of things that I don't, I, I don't, uh, I don't talk about or I don't say a lot of things. And I just, um, I the last three or four days, for some reason mentally, I've been struggling really bad. And uh, Nick took last this week off, and. Uh, Danny has been kind of just, you know, working the social media and doing whatever. I mean, Nick still is considered essential because he works at a hardware store. So um, that that's kind of what he's been doing. You know, he Nick is a little bit more busy than me and Danny these days. I just wake up and take Trisha to work, and then I come home and I work on podcast stuff, or I come home and I take a nap for a couple hours, and then I wake up and work work on podcast stuff but during this quarantine a a lot of people it's just so weird to me that it's become like a debate Uh, and not on our not on no not on our discord or anything anime summit wise just like in my personal social media i've seen people just go nuts it's fucking crazy but i think uh i think the last couple days it was getting to me a little bit and i was just struggling mentally having a really big problem over here and and Trisha felt helpless trying to, like, figure out what was wrong with me. And I was just like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, and it's tough. It's tough. I think we're all stressed out and we're all worried about everyone. You know, we're all worried about each other and things like that. And I was telling Danny yesterday, I was like, I just, like, I love you so much and I'm just scared, you know. And it sucks, man. Uh, we're all kind of just trying to work as hard as we can and do whatever. And basically the update I wanted to give you, though, is you know bef- when when the the shelter in place orders started rolling rolling in uh, a couple weeks ago three weeks ago now uh, I had said that I was going to record extra content for you guys and we've already started doing that so like I got um, my the first ever patron cast which is my first solo cast is is, is on the patron page now the first quarantine AO quarantine episode AOQ episode is is up right now that came out last week it was just a an extra episode we did with uh shocking me and Danny did with shocking um nick wanted this week off from the podcast so we just put out our escaflone episode with uh, a guest and then me and danny recorded another aoq episode with a very special guest which you'll see that'll come out probably in in the, this next week the, so like you're listening to this yeah so like the, this next this next coming week that'll probably come out then I'm really excited about that. I'm talking with uh, Danny is doing a thing with the Anime Brothers podcast. Um, I'm talking with uh, some other anime YouTubers right now with Noxie from Project Manga to to bring more AOQ episodes, just extra, you know, extra content for you guys to to. That's uh, that's all I can do. You know, I, that's that's my contribution right now. And uh, I want to, you know, I, we're all stuck at home. At least most of us are. For for those of you who are still working, I'm fucking sorry, man. That's, I hope you guys stay safe and I love you guys. Um, maybe, hopefully that extra content will help you get through work quicker. You know, if you're allowed to listen to your, your phone at work. I don't know if you are or not. But <clears throat> uh, for those, I, I, <laughs> I'm about to cry. I'm sorry. 
there's I got like Trisha was like looking at her TikTok yesterday and she's like I got 300 new followers and I responded oh I got three new patrons today and I didn't realize how that sounded like we're in the middle of a pandemic right now and I'm just like oh I got three new like sorry but like I try not to cry on this podcast and I've already cried like three four times on it (laughs) but like Seriously, I, people who are becoming patrons right now in the middle of this, I love you guys very much. I I I love you. I love all of you guys, all of the the listeners. Like it's just it's so amazing to me, and I want to, I want to do something. I want to do something. Uh, I want to maybe do a live stream where we help uh, with. I I have kind of said in the past, like on newscasts, like well, years ago. Uh, or on podcasts like a couple years ago, I said, oh, we should do a thing for cancer. We should do a thing for this. I want to see if I can set up like a COVID-19 relief fund or something. I don't know. I'm just thinking I'm just thinking out loud right now. I'm not saying we're going to do it. I'm just thinking out loud. But I got to do something. We got to do something. Like I've always said Anime Summit is not just me, Nick, and Danny, but all of us. And I I think we can do something. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to keep bringing the heat keep bringing you the extra content because i love you guys i want you guys to have extra content during these times of quarantine and and uh isolation give you something else to do and uh just hang out talk anime i'm on discord a lot so you guys can talk to me on there and uh yeah i love you guys very much i love all of you so so much and i know i say that almost every newscast or every podcast we do but I still don't think that's enough. It'll never be enough. I can never tell you enough how much I love all of you for your continued support. So thank you so much. And Smokey thanks you. Because, uh, you know, somehow you guys keep making me rehire him and he appreciates that. So here you go. Uh, links.animesummit.net, patreon.com slash animesummit. Um, I love you guys very much. Thank you so much for listening to this week's newscast. I've been Sam. And this has been the Anime Summit Newscast. I just realized that I said that twice in like a really close time frame. Now it sounds weird. I'm going to leave it in. Fuck you guys. How about that?